This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. If you haven't heard about Anchor, let me tell you, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Check this out. It is free. No, I'm serious. It's free, 100%. There are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor then distributes that podcast for you, and you can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can also make money from that podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. So download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. If you haven't heard about Anchor, let me tell you, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Check this out. It is free. No, I'm serious. It's free. 100%. There are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor then distributes that podcast for you, and you can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can also make money from that podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. So download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. And we're back with another edition of Lower After Hours. And we are thrilled to be getting to know this evening the man behind so many of the images, uh, the graphics, the art, the design of the show, and uh, basically somebody's name who I've heard Dan say so many times over the years, very mysterious figure, uh, but but he's beloved by Dan and the shipping container, clearly one Mr. Angel Resto! I am so going to trim this and send it to my mom so she can quit the whole dentist thing. It's time <laughs> for her to pass, right? It's time for her to forget about this. Look, I'm doing okay. Hey. Yeah. You can you can officially uh, tell her you're a pirate now, right? Like like that's you're, you're a beloved pirate, right? If it smells like one, right? So yeah, sure. <laughs> exactly. Uh, Angel, how's your week been? How's how's the past few weeks been? Hmm. Well, uh, <laughs> uh, they've been taxing, and uh, actually, I mean, you could probably almost like uh, with a tree, you know how you can cut a tree and, and, and know the age of the tree by counting the rings. Yeah, uh, you can you can see how many years I've aged these past two weeks because actually guys I'm 25 uh, and I look like this no I'm 43 but uh, it, it, it was <laughs> it was it was busy uh, you know I, um, I'm a creative director at a production company and that's you know it's, it's, it's pretty demanding and because of uh, you know that quick turnaround that we had to do because of you know the whole COVID and the pandemic uh, you know we've been at it really hard and that's you know you know, thank God it's been uh, it's been positive. Uh, we've been doing great, uh, but you know, the, when that world collides with what I want to do for the show, which is, I mean, it's playtime, right? I, uh, it's such a such an escape escape hatch for me that when those two collide, I look like this. <laughs> love it, love it. Well, thank you so much for joining us this evening. We've uh, we've got a round of questions for you, and we are thrilled to get to know you a little bit. Uh, we're all familiar with with your artwork, so we're we're stoked to get to know the the man behind all of that. Uh, up first, I'm going to throw it to Lou Rafter, Lou in Sales. Go ahead, Lou. Hey, Angel, how's it going, man? Um, well, if you heard the dissertation, it's it's going well. By the way, uh, uh, Lou, uh, to finish that up. Um, Today, what a great day today, because um, today I find out that 
that project that we've been laboring over for the past two weeks. We got, uh, we are finalists, so check mark. Today, I start my one week vacation, much needed to replenish this. Uh, yes. And then, and then I close it out. You guys are the bow on top of this gift that is this week. So cheers to you. That's how the week nice. is going. Yeah. Cheers. 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 You're here. So, uh, my question is like, how did you get, so we like, we want to know like, how did you get involved in the show and become like such a good integral part with the guys? Um, yeah. Um, well, uh, how long is this podcast? Is it an hour? 45 minutes? What do you got? As long as you want. You tell yeah. us. Well, uh, I don't know about the red, like, I, I don't know uh, your origin stories, but, but it seems like we all have an origin story when it comes to this show. Right. And, um, uh, I don't know if some of you, but but uh, some of us uh, arrived at the show at a point in our lives where we actually needed, we needed the show because we were going through something, right? And, um, uh, you know, I, uh, I was just father of, father of two, things weren't going that well, the economy was tanking, and the biggest travesty was that my car, this old-ass Dodge Avenger, just so old. I have this connection with Roy because we both own Avengers, right? Mine was so much older and we both like uh, single malt scotch. Uh, and the radio died on that thing. I mean, the speakers, right? And, you know, when, and I don't know if uh, any, any parents in here. Are there oh, any yeah. Parents? Oh, yeah. yeah. You got parents? Yeah. All right. Well, you guys look young. I, yeah, I have a child. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Um, sometimes, uh, you know speaker breaks and you think, well, do I want to spend money on speakers or do I want to buy shoes for the kids? So the next best thing is, what can I listen to on this radio that sounds like garbage, right? Can't listen to my music anymore. And I discovered this thing, right? Uh, I'm from Puerto Rico. We don't have sports radio in Puerto Rico. I didn't know what it was. And I'm like, well, AM sounds like garbage already. So let me look at AM to see what's in there. And I hear people talking about sports the whole time. I'm like, this is a thing? This is this is a thing. Like they have radio stations for sports. Okay, so I get into that whole thing. Five sixty QAM, right? And then they finally announce these guys, and uh, you know I got enamored uh, with the show. I mean, just uh, all the sensibilities, the humor, the continuity of the jokes, uh, and like with most people, right? They became these voices in our heads on the drive home, right? And uh, I am so glad that back then the show was in the in the drive home because that's when I most needed it, right? I was just reclining on my car, just oh god, just melting and just seeping into uh, you know oblivion, and and those voices gave me so much energy, and I laughed so hard, and got an hour with the show. So I started peppering them in Twitter. I I had a Twitter account. My daughter makes fun of me because uh, you know I had a I had this account. I always make used to make fun of Twitter. Like what Twitter? What do you use that for? What? But what are you doing with that? And one day, I finally decided to, uh, you know, express uh, what I heard throughout, uh, during the show uh, in visual form. And it was this, um, it was this Derek Rose. Do you guys remember when Stu Gask uh, referred to Derek Rose as D Goods? Yeah. Right. That, yep. that, so that was my very first tweet. And uh, and what do you know? Very first tweet, and Stu Gask shared it. And I saw the power of you know how it started spreading, and other people that love the show like me. We're interacting like, oh, I love this. I can do more of this. And I just kept doing it and doing it and doing it uh, until I got their attention and uh, they reached out. Um, that's how I got into it, yeah. Fantastic, thanks. All right, up next, I'm gonna throw it to Pam in Virginia. Go ahead, Pam. Hi, how are you? Hey, good. What part of uh, uh, Virginia? Well, I don't know if, we, if we're allowed to say which. <laughs> I'll say Charlottesville area. How about that? Charlottesville. Yeah, my mother used to live in Chester. Uh, and I remember going through Chester and Raleigh. I like downtown Raleigh. That was cool. Yeah. All right. What'd you, what'd you get, Pam, Pamela? So my question is, what is your vision for the website? And can you share with the fans um, maybe some things we have to look forward to, maybe something that's coming on the website at some point. Sure. Um, there's a vision of the website. So first of all, um, <laughs> you guys want to see the origin of that website? Like, actually, this is, this is a good moment for visual aid. You guys want to see this? And I'll, and, and I'll articulate, yes. right? Because yeah. It's a, sure. Sure. All right. Uh, 
All right, so hopefully I have permissions to share. And here we go, let's see. All right, so first of all, got that sucker. That's, that's the D goods uh, <laughs> visual that started it all. Yes, right there. Uh, and, um, and after that, yeah, I made a bunch more, you see? <laughs> The action figures are some of my favorites. Yeah, yeah. they're yeah. great. And, um, and actually, that was an integral part because as, as I was, uh, you know, building momentum and getting the, the show's attention, the action figures were, were a big part. And they built uh, to the point, right? I, I, I had them come out systematically uh, in order, right? Leading up to uh, uh, Poppy and Dan uh, for the day that they invited me to the studio to meet him for, for the first time. So I unveiled Dan's the day that I met them. And actually, check it out. As I make my way to the website portion here that I was going to show you, check it out. What I'm showing you guys is a picture of the day that I met these guys. And uh, look, at, look at those sincere smiles. I mean, these cats are as nice as you think they are, right? Sometimes when you, uh, you, 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 uh, you follow these people, uh, B-list uh, or actually in their case, C-list celebrities, uh, you always try to imagine that, oh, I hope they're nice. And sometimes you're disappointed. These guys, I mean, they treated me so well. Uh, and this is the origin of that website. What you're looking at here, look at this, World of Sui, it appears as an app almost, right? Because at the time, that's what this was. It, it, what I was proposing was a game, was an app, right? It was a game app uh, revolving oh, wow. around the show. Yeah, and it was called World of Sui. Wow. This was like, my God, I mean, what? I mean, look at the phone model. I mean, it's got the, uh, the home button there, so that's pretty old. <laughs> Look, it's got a little intro, just like the TV show. It takes you through uh, the Cleveland Hotel. You go through the window, and then uh, you use uh, the, the studio. Remember the old, uh, uh, the highly questionable studio? And you, the idea was for you to click on the tiles, and those were games, right? Uh, I know, right? <laughs> Wouldn't that be cool? They're Look at cool. this. Look at this two guys here with the donut binge. This was oh right, right after his. <laughs> this was right after his uh, uh, his grit of death punishment. Uh, and of course, I got uh, Chris here on a showdown uh, uh, with Stu Gatz. So, so, so that's <laughs> that's where World of Zui originated from. And then uh, because of the pandemic, uh, it turned into a passion project. I felt like, uh, well, you know what? Um, I got to do something to keep busy and sane. Uh, and I thought, you know what, I'm going to do, I'm going to do a place for fans like me, people that, that like the show just as me. Uh, and it's uh, an oasis where you can find things. If you look for them, you know where to look for them. Um, and, uh, and it's, I mean, the, the term world is in there and it's not just because it, it just had a nice ring to it. It's because, yeah, it's an ever expanding world. In fact, I should have called it uh, uh, universe of Sui, but uh, world of Sui. Um, plans for it. Um, it's as organic as the show is. And right now, I mean, I have so many, we have so many uh, portions that are uh, still being developed uh, that are in uh, response to things that happened on the show what, like two, three years ago and, and things that are constant jokes uh, that by the time I'm done, uh, you know, addressing those, there's going to be like, <laughs> you know, 500 other things that we've been adding, um, things that you can look forward to. You know that the, the, the merch store is going to expand tremendously. Uh, right now, uh, you know, Dan is really adamant about uh, getting this, uh, what he calls instant art in place where uh, something occurs on the show and uh, we're able to turn something around uh, visually, like I used to do for Twitter, only that, you know, now we can put that on, we can wear it. Uh, still working the kinks out on that. Uh, Lebo and I are being able to turn it around rather quickly. It's just a step, right, to get it up on the site. Um, there's things like, for example, things that, that are upcoming. Look, this week that I'm taking uh, time off, uh, I actually want to address a part from Ron, a Ron Miguel part where uh, we have the goat pee guy, right? There's an area dedicated for him. If, if you go to, to the site, you'll see that it's under construction, but there is actually, there is a, I forgot what I call it. You the, you, you the P, I think I call it. I don't know. Um, and also the gorilla story, right? That ape story where he goes and, and unearths the gorilla from his backyard and it lets out yeah. gas and it scares, scares the bejesus out of him. I almost crashed my car 
when I heard that story the first time. So, um, so that's, uh, yeah, that's what I can give you for this week, right? That's coming around the corner, but, um, I mean, it's, uh, we're really, really excited about the prospects of it, no? Um, and something that I hope that you guys can help. I mean, all of you are curators of the show. All of you, like, I mean, the, the, the knowledge, the show knowledge that it's on my screen right now is ridiculous. Um, like, I, I need help. And people, people sometimes send, you know, ideas and they are really coy. They're like, oh, you know, I, I don't know if you're taking ideas, but... Listen, um, we want this to be uh, fair and what it needs to be for fans like us, right? We want it to be what it needs to be. So I need all the help that I can get. So any show connoisseurs out there that have ideas on how to make it better, please reach out. Awesome. Thank you so much. Angel, careful what you wish for, because if you, uh, (laughs) if you ask for our help, you might get more than you bargained for, my man. Uh, it only makes the show better. It does. It only makes All show. right. Up next, I'm going to throw it to Schweitz. Uh, he's got a question about uh, client requests, I believe. Go ahead, Schweitz. Hey, uh, Angel. My uh, question, just in the, the field of uh, graphic design and creation and art that you do, I was just wondering uh, if you have any stories about just wild requests from clients that are either unreasonable or uh, just funny um you know obviously turnaround time is one that i think everyone can understand but if there's you know if they ever argued about you know shades of blue or anything like that to an unruly uh way <laughs> right um yeah i've been at this for a long time so there's a bunch of those i used to have a picture of my office which i haven't been to in 10 months i haven't been to my office in 10 months guys that's crazy uh and it was a picture of a blurred landscape that we use for uh, this company was, well, I don't want to say the company's name. They were developing these super rough and rugged uh, golf carts. I mean, these things were, <laughs> they were badass. And I got to design the whole branding for it, the badge, uh, the brochure. It was really cool. Really cool project. And I uh, remember that the, uh, the son of the owner, of the, of the founder, uh, you know, was asking for, hey, can we have a picture here depicting, you know, going around. With and I'm like, sure. And I show him this picture where it's, motion blur, right? I mean, it's going fast. And the guy guy said, "Um, I love it, but can you slow down the image? Was the quote, was like, that's what came out of his mouth. Can you slow down the image? I clocked out and I had to take a mental break. Uh, But I think I have, I think I have something better uh, for you guys when it comes to you know, turnarounds are ridiculous requests and it ties to sports. You guys want to see this? Yeah, absolutely. All right, cool. All right. So check it out. All right. So, um, I mean, cliche, I know, uh, but uh, huge Dwayne Wade fan, right? Uh, rookie year, my wife got me the jersey for, for his, you know, for my birthday. Nobody knew who Wade was uh, following the steps. And uh, I remember saying one day, you know what? I don't know how... I don't know when, but I'm going to do something for this dude, right? And what do you know, uh, 2007, I think, this buddy of mine calls me and said, hey, um, guess who I'm making signage for? Uh, he works for, well, worked um, for one of these companies that does illuminated signs, like the kind that you see outside of a hospital, a mall, you know, that type of stuff. Uh, very complex signs. They have to do CADs and everything in 3D. And I'm like, who? Oh, your boy. I'm like, oh, yeah, who's my boy? He's like, Dwayne Wade. I'm making signs for Dwayne Wade. I'm like, for what? He's like, oh, because he's coming out with this uh, national chain of restaurants. I'm like, are you? No. He's like, yeah. And he was calling me because he wanted to tell me, uh, he wanted to ask me, do you want to go to his birthday party, which was on Sunday, right, of that week? And I just heard that as a muffle, right? Like, because all I was thinking was, get me in front of those guys. And, and, I, and I asked them, have you seen the stuff? Um, what does it look like? Like, the, have you seen the, the menu, the logo? And before he could answer, I told him, you know what? I don't care what it looks like. I'm gonna do better. Just get me in front of those guys. And I didn't think he was going to. And like, what, two days later, he calls me, gives me a number and I show up to this place. They're building their restaurant. I get to talk to the foreman, I guess, the guy who's in charge of the building. And <laughs> the dude asked me, um, so what do you think? He shows me the graphics, right? They had murals, cheerleaders, and I don't know, just 
things like that and, and a logo. And, and the guy asked me, so what, what do you think? And I, I told the guy, uh, well, it's I'm at church. I said, and the guy was like, okay, um, I'm going to tell the big boss and we'll see what happens. When I go over there, guys, it was like, and I don't mean this because of the guy's size. The guy was big, but it looked like a scene from Return of the Jedi. It was like Jabba the Hutt because the guy was in one of those high boys, right? Guy's huge. He's got a Guy Harvey shirt and it's ripped. Like it's got holes in it. Guy's a millionaire. He builds restaurants. He built the roadhouses and all these restaurants. Um, it's like a mafia guy. He's like chewing tobacco right on this table. And all his people are around like waiting for the guy that said the stuff was amateurish, right? And he's like, hey, I heard you call my stuff amateurish. I'm like, yeah, yeah, I did. He's like, well, what you got? And I showed him, I showed him this, you know, my portfolio and stuff. He's like, okay, well, do something for me. I'm like, well, what do you, well, cool. Yeah, what do you, what do you want? Make me a logo. Oh, oh my God, that is so cool. Yeah, sure. When do you need it by? Tomorrow. Okay. Um, well, it's 10 p.m. Uh, when tomorrow? Noon. Okay. <laughs> Went home, 40 minute drive. I stood, I stayed up all night. And uh, here we are. Check it out. You guys want to see it? This was the original one. Okay. That, that was the original logo. Uh, then I got home and I was all groggy and I found this, well, one of my favorite pictures of him, uh, just making up his mind in the air, uh, and came up with that, uh, by the time, wow. you know, sunlight was coming up, uh, and, uh, you know what? It paid off. Uh, it was a ridiculous request, right? Like those ridiculous client requests, like, oh yeah, yeah. For tomorrow. And it's 10 PM. Uh, but I just saw the opportunity and um, went ahead and did it. They liked it. And, you know, they had me do the menu. I also designed the, uh, the interior of the restaurant. Uh, but as you can see it here, I have different, you know, murals uh, depicting Wade and a lounge and got a beautiful, you know, hi-hat here for the bar. Uh, but as you all know, you probably know the story. That went to shit. That was a big lawsuit. <laughs> well, uh, you said it was a lawsuit? Yeah, you guys don't you guys don't remember that this was this was uh, about this was around the time where uh, you know Dwayne was already going through the divorce, which was already oof, I imagine super hairy, and he was deciding whether he was going to stay okay, in Miami. Okay. And as a fan, I don't know if there's other Wade fans in here. I'm, None. <laughs> I'm gonna get a phone call from the uh, the. Uh, uh, the builder, the, the big partner's lawyer, because they're going to trial like the next day and he's asking me questions. And all I'm thinking, right, is am I saying something that it's going to make Dwayne's life difficult? He's gonna end up leaving South Florida because of some shit that I said right here, right now. Oh no, oh, I the pressure, the pressure. I know, but um, yeah. Wow, that's incredible! Thank you for sharing that with us. That's that's amazing. I mean, you you uh you shoot or shoot, and you uh you called it amateurish, but you you know it paid off in the end, man. That's uh it takes some some cojones for sure. All right, up next, I'm gonna throw it out to Steak in Albuquerque. Go ahead, Steak. Angel, my man, I'm a big fan, dude. Thank you for joining us. <laughs> Thank you. I'm a fan of steak sauce, so I guess that that's great. All right, and look at your shirt. Look at your shirt. Uh, this is the best shirt I've ever Magnificent. Owned. Thank you. Um, <laughs> I want to ask you two questions real quick. I got my wife a butt stuff shirt for Valentine's Day. Can you help her find the humor in it? And uh, number two, can you give us the original pirate <laughs> character name for Amin? All right. Um, I typically take those from uh, take those questions in reverse, but since there was a, a bot joke at the beginning, I'm not going to because it's an easy pun. Um, yeah, uh, where's the humor in the bot shirt? Uh, yeah, you can tell her that it's scratch and sniff. We spend the big bucks on that. <laughs> um, oh God, and, uh, thank you. Great answer. And, that was perfect. And as far as far as uh, uh, the uh, the original name, um, well, I mean that thing is sitting right there in my phone. And uh, I don't know, uh, there's, <laughs> that, look, we need to be friends with Disney. 
these are these are uncharted. These are treacherous waters. We don't want to rock the boat and all the other nautical uh, references and puns that you can come up with. Uh, and that particular thing, uh, yeah, yeah, that particular thing revolved around uh, the Disney Empire. So I am going to pass on that because I don't know if you guys heard Disney. Whenever they want to deploy their people, they just descend on you like like SWAT, right? That there's a helicopter hovering. Next thing you know, they're knocking down the door, and it's the Disney police. So yeah, I'm gonna pass on that. Okay, all right. Can you uh, can you DM me the answer off the record? Yeah, <laughs> uh, I don't know. Maybe <laughs> I'm a journalist. Off the record means something. Hey, we, we can talk about it at Moss. That'd be cool. Off the record. <laughs> All right. Up next, I'm going to throw it to uh, John in Miami. He's got a caricature question. Excuse me. John, go ahead. Hey, how you doing, Angel? So my question revolves around, it was specifically the Mina caricature and, or tile and how I'd like to know a little bit uh, the background of how that particular tile, the original one came to be, um, what was the discussion uh, about removing the tile and making her a new one and the story behind all that, if you can go ahead and um, share that with us. Yeah, yeah. Um, so who, I mean, <laughs> who doesn't love Mina? Mina is like ice cream, Mina is like pizza. Who doesn't love Mina? And whatever Mina wants, uh, Mina gets because uh, she's a national treasure. And, uh, you know, I, yeah, my first depiction uh, of her was that. And I, there's a certain aspect of, of Mina that I, I find, I, I find is it's a cute uh, 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 feature, which is, you know, which is a little bit of her smirk and, you know, uh, that, yes, that, that was my honest first uh, uh uh, representation of her. Plus, uh, look, uh, when I came in, uh, Lebo entrusted me with the reins like during the fusion days and he had established this look, right? Uh, which I thought was genius because it's something that helps us turn around things really quick, but it's a really distinct look. I mean, it's, it's just, it's perfect. Uh, and it's really distinct. So because we're working under those parameters, also, the aesthetics, you know, you know, they turn to distort the figure a little bit. I mean, you've seen Billy, he gets called Billy uh, Jung-un and, <laughs> you know, there's, there's a little bit of that. So she, um, yeah, she, she politely uh, asked if uh, we could make her look more human. Yeah, I don't know if that was the actual quote. Uh, and uh, you know what, I took, no offense, I, I was delighted in, you know, fixing it. Now, what that did was that it opened the door for like this, a little bit this alternate style, this little deviation that, you know, whether I wanted to, I wanted it to be visible or not, it just, it just started happening because now she's looking a little bit for something a little bit more accurate, right? And you know, in order to deliver that, I have to shift a little bit the style uh, without, you know, um, you know, uh, uh, going too far away from Lebo's. So that's how we landed there. Now, after that, I mean, you've seen a few others, like, for example, Anthony's, you know, Tony's, you know, also falls under that category. And so just trying to keep a balance. But yeah, that's that's how that happened. Love Mina. Uh, well, that yeah, I love Mina, too. But that first tile was spot on. I mean, uh, I may get her, you know, <laughs> you her, so, her right? rage and I may get maybe her, her mom's rage, but that, that tile was spot on. I, well, uh, it, it captured, uh, it just, it captured her essence and, uh, look, uh, we all have, uh, you know, we all have our little, uh, things. Look, I mean, I grew up with a face like this. I mean, Jesus, I know, I know what it is. I know the burden of carrying, uh, certain, uh, uh characteristics like i mean jesus christ look at look at my face look at my mole i mean it's, it's just there and i grew up with it uh so you know some people are sensitive to certain things i really thought that uh you know those um those features really make her you know um but yeah thank you well thank you very much i appreciate it i'll see you at mass all right see ya angel do you have a a tile in the studio of yourself have you uh snuck one in 
oh no, I would never do that. And I, one of my bigger regrets is that I never got to do Lorenzo's. Oh you know? no. And oh, I should do it retroactively. I don't know how that plays. Like I, I think we should be fine. Uh, a rem- imagine a, a Lorenzo Memorial tile. Uh, I, I worked <laughs> so closely with Ro- Lorenzo uh, for a lot of years. And, uh, you know, they, I mean, these guys are so, they're so mean to him. Uh, I know that, you know, he sometimes he can't be, you know, he's not super efficient sometimes. We, uh, hey, he's been a guest on this podcast. We're well, yes, the Lorenzo. Well familiar. Uh, yes, yes. Yeah, the Lorenzo. <laughs> Uh, you have to wear goggles and and things like that, right? When you go into the Lorenzo, uh, but he is uh, he's he's a great cat, man. I mean, he loves the show, and and I mean, he's a really cool cat. So I really regret not doing his character in time before they jump ship. Well, there's always there's always tomorrow. Like, yeah, I'm I'm sure they would not turn it down. May, actually, I don't know. Maybe Dan would. Maybe Dan would veto that since he's the, the head of Meadowlark now, uh, this new enterprise, this new pirate ship. All right. He's not uh, the head? He's not the head? Oh, that's How true, dare that's you? He's, the, uh, he's the, the, on the, the mass stomach. of the pirate ship. He's the, he's the fat lady singing at the, uh, you know, at, the, at the bow of the ship. Oh, I see. I what think. <laughs> All right. Up next, I'm going to throw it to Kiz. He's got an uh, art question for you. Go ahead, Kiz. Hey, Angel. Um, so one of the things I'm always really impressed by is, First of all, like just how great and quickly you're able to put up some of your, your artwork onto Twitter. It's like within a couple of hours, it's already there. And I know how hard it is because uh, I, I, I have a lot of friends that are in like graphic designers and whatnot, and I see how much time it all takes. Um, with that being said, uh, I'm curious, like who's your like favorite uh, designer, painter, artist, and like who kind of gives you inspiration from that perspective? Mm. Okay, artist. Uh, there's a guy by the name of uh, Todd McFarlane. Uh, no, wait a minute, not Todd McFarlane. Jesus, Dave McKean. And the reason uh, Todd McFarlane, he does comics, right? He actually changed the oh, game. I love yeah, his work, yeah. right? But not Todd McFarlane. I mean, he's great. Dave McKean uh, is one of my favorite artists. To me, he changed the game when it comes to tools like the digital tools, like Photoshop and mixed media. Uh, when I was in high school, uh, you know, a lot of you know, album covers that I, of bands that I used to like, I, I grew up listening to metal and um, he did it quite a bunch and they were so dreamy. They were surreal. They were, they made you feel and think of, uh, of Salvador Dali, which is, you know, from the masters, one of my, one of my favorites. Uh, but he was doing things with the computer. Back I just couldn't understand what the hell I was looking at. And I went to an art school uh, that it was a beautiful art school. It's a treasure back home in Puerto Rico. Uh, it was way better than the artist that I went here. Um, and, uh, and knowing art, experiencing art from seventh grade to 12th grade, I didn't understand what I was looking at. Um, and um, so Dave McKean, if none of, if you guys want to check him out, I mean, guys, amazing. Uh, and graphic design, I love Tad Carpenter. You guys, I don't know if you, Guys, um, for the artists in here, like that. But that dude, uh, his graphic design is just, um, it, it crushes, uh, to me, it, it crosses the threshold uh, between graphic design, commercial art, and actual art. Like you can take Tad Carpenter's uh, pieces, like his packaging and the, 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 the campaigns that he does, and you can actually display them as posters. That's how cool they are. So, mm hmm. Thank you, Angel. Appreciate that. Yeah, Salvador Dali is actually my favorite too. Have you been to his museum? Yeah, well, over on the live. west coast of Florida. Like, yes, Beautiful. isn't it? I mean, how lucky are we that that's here? That's crazy. That's crazy. So, uh, and dude, what's up with the voice? Jesus Christ! <laughs> and we trade. What is this? <laughs> I mean, and you are what seven seven two? Is that how tall you are? I'm about five foot ten. <laughs> like, that's right. He's gonna... The last like thing he nine. needs, the last thing he needs is somebody else uh, stroking his ego about that voice. Yeah, we you're have, killing we, Flem. We have we have professional broadcasters on here, and they're like, "Man, you really need to get into radio or, or broadcasting or something." So yeah, they uh, never heard his personality. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, yeah, I I, th- I third the Salvador Dali love. I actually have on, on this arm. I've I've got the uh, the elephants with the long legs. 
Uh, I've got that tattooed. Ooh. Yeah, yeah. I, I love him. All right. Up next, I'm going to throw it to Ant up in uh, Brooklyn. He's got a question for you. Go ahead. Hey, Angel. Thanks for joining us. Um, first, I want to do a little self-promotion. I'm a web developer and pseudo designer. So at the point that you need help on the site, I'm happy to, uh, to throw my hat in the ring. At the same time, if you've got, you know, 80 people behind you that are helping, no harm, no foul, but I figured I'd take my shot and uh, offer my services out to uh, help, even just as a backup. Just don't, don't, don't call this stuff amateurish, Ant. I won't. No. Well, well, you never know. That might get me on the billboard. You never know. It works for right. me. But, uh, yeah. Mahones, right? No. Yeah. Um, uh, no, that's great. Uh, if I had 80 people behind me uh, helping, I wouldn't look like this. Uh, I wear, it's just pure coffee that helps. Um, and uh, look, like, like I said earlier, uh, need people that know the show. Uh, and eventually, hopefully, we'll get to a point where, yeah, we need the help because there's so much going on. That's good news. If we get to that point, I mean, come on. I mean, that means that things are going the way that they need to be going. So, all right, we got you on the speed down, huh? Yeah, absolutely. Um, but now my question is, uh, so I heard you before mentioning scotch. Um, I'm a scotch fan myself, and I was just wondering, what's your, what's your favorite scotch, single malt? Do you have other stuff? Do you partake in bourbons and ryes or different things, or are you mainly a scotch guy? Uh, you know what? Um, uh, and I don't know if it's because of the, uh, you know, the pandemic where you start, you know, some people start learning how to make freaking bread. Uh, I think I might start getting into some other stuff, but yeah, single malt scotch. Um, I think I really, uh, so far, I mean, the brand that I typically drink is that Glen Levitt. Um, mm. and, uh, uh, I think I got into it mostly where I really got into it because I did, oh, you, you appreciate this. Um, I did a proposal for Ardbeg, which yeah. is, you know Ardbeg? Yeah, I do. Have I you do. ever had it? I've never had it. I have, I have. It's oh. not my, I like it. I, it's not my favorite. There are other ones I prefer better, but no, it's a, it's a definitely, a, it's definitely right. a good drink. So, okay. So, all right. I wonder, I think I have that here um so uh really quick the proposal uh was to create a well at least what we did we created a virtual uh a 360 vr tour of the island of isla which is right where all the stuff comes from um and uh i think it's owned by maybe three families or something like that and there's only like four uh distillers over there i don't know art bag's one of them and uh the idea was to create this virtual reality tool for them to go uh, to trade shows and have people sit down, put on the goggles and be transported to the island of Island, right? Uh, but it was a three-step journey uh, and included like the end of the journey included like this whirlpool. There's a whirlpool right next to the island uh, that is really like it's dangerous and you can take a tour, you go on this really special boat, you got to put on like the ponchos and stuff, dangerous as fuck. Uh, and they named their they're, I guess they're, they're highly rated uh, scotch after the name of that whirlpool, which is like, it's not cracking. It's like cr something that makes you have an aneurysm when you say it. <laughs> um, and uh, I got to go to their headquarters, the uh, Louis Vuitton uh, Moet uh, Hennessy. That's what it is. Uh, Louis Vuitton Moet Hennessy. It's the coolest, it's the fanciest headquarters I've ever been to in my life, guys. I mean, it was, it was like stepping inside of a Gucci watch. I don't know how to explain it. <laughs> it was like, what is this place, you know? And it was one of the best uh, pitches I've ever had in my life. We killed it and we didn't get the project. So I turned to the single mod scotch to cure the wounds. <laughs> it's been very good to me in the time of pandemic too. Um, I prefer McAllen myself, but I also love mm. Glenlivet and Glenfiddich. If you like Glenlivet, you should try Glenfiddich if you haven't. That's another really good one. And just keep it in the G's. I think. Yeah. Do you know which one uh, uh, Roy likes? Is it? Is it? God, I have to think. What did I get him? Because we were drinking scotch at the uh, at the New York show, and I can't remember. Is it Lefroig? I, I believe it is. Might I believe be it. it. Is. Yes. 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 That's it, Pete. Definitely. Look at that. Show trivia. That could be a part on the website. You should have a little trivia game in there. Absolutely. Yeah. Well. Well, thank you for uh, for the story. That's, that sounds like a wonderful, uh, wonderful experience. And uh, you know. <laughs> yeah, it was cool until we lost. But yeah, sure. Yeah, well, hey, you, you still have the artwork. You still did great stuff. So you know, no one can take that away from you. Well, thank you. All right, cheers. All right, thank you very much, Ant. Next up, I'm going to throw it to Beat Count. Go ahead, Beat. 
Angel, thanks a lot for joining us. Really appreciate it. Um, what has been your favorite moment or moments from the show that really kind of get you through the day? Um, all right, you mean as 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 a listener, uh, you know, enjoying what's coming out of those speakers? Absolutely. Yeah. Favorite moment. Okay. Well, look. Um, anytime, <laughs> anytime that Dan gags. I don't care what's happening. Anytime that he's doing that thing, I lose it. I lose it. I can't. Like I could listen to it 50 times and I'm still laughing at it. It doesn't matter the context. Um, let's see. Uh, Billy eating the onion is one. Uh, I, but you know what? I'm going to go back to, uh, and it was a story, right? I'm going to go back to that um that Ron Miguel moment where he tells that story because have you you guys have been in the car where you're laughing so hard that your cheeks hurt right your cheeks hurt uh, your your hand eye coordination is not what the DMV wants right uh, because you're laughing so much and that story with a gorilla uh, screaming in front of uh, Ron's face <laughs> in the middle of the night that to me was just all that in a bag of potato chips. <laughs> <laughs> And, and real quick, do you have any uh, limited fake impressions or accents? Um, I mean, uh, aside from the accent that I currently have, uh, no, I do not have accents. Uh, any, any limited fake impressions of anyone from the show or, or famous people? You know what? Uh, I guess in the shower, I guess I think I do, uh, but I've never tested them out here in the real world. <laughs> Let's <laughs> test it. Let's go. <laughs> I don't want to do that. Um, How about an Amin impression? Who? An Amin. An Amin impression. Um, I wish I had a prop. That, that beard. I wish I had a prop so I could put on that beard that he had the, at the beginning of uh, quarantine, and he looked like Randy Watts. Was that is that the name Randy Watts or Reggie Watts? Reggie, Reggie Watts, Watts, right? The guy Reggie from Watts, yeah. Reggie, Reggie Watts, the comedian. Yeah. Oh my God. No. Um, nah, not impressions. <laughs> All right. Thanks. Appreciate it, Angel. All right. Up next, I'm going to throw it out to Flem and M. Go ahead, Flem. Hey, what's good? Angel, uh, one, I appreciate you joining us. And I'll say this, and this is a compliment. Uh, you are Bodiqua as fuck. And so like, I, your energy is through the roof. So we love it. Uh, stay that way. Like, it's, a, it's an amazing energy. It's not often people are this uh, high octane to talk to us. But I want to talk about the art style. And I originally had a question in my mind, and then I saw through your slideshow or whatever we want to call it, it almost looked like there was some Mexican influence there. And I know Puerto Rican and Mexican influence is not an artistic style that clash. So how many, how did you get into like your art style? How did you find your art style? And how many times did you try to force yourself into something you saw before you found like what makes you you? Because I think that's what Dan, and I'm not gonna speak for Dan, you have a very similar style to Lebo, but it's still unique. Oh, uh, uh, thank you for that. Uh, I've never, you know what? I don't think I've ever been referred to as Boricua as fuck. That's cool. I dig it. Um, and uh, it actually a uh, high energy. I guess that. I guess that's the coffee trying to come out, and I'm trying to suppress it with this. So you guys are getting the medium. Yeah? Um, style. You know, um, I used. <laughs> I used to. I mean, I guess I'm still am, but. Uh, when I went to uh, my school uh, in Puerto Rico, which, you know what, while I talk to you, I'll show it to you. Because um, it's a beautiful building and I'm really proud oh, of yeah. it. Um, check it out. Look at that school, huh? Isn't that beautiful? That is beautiful. Wow. Super militant, uh, uh, meaning um, if you, you needed to maintain a 250 percentage, a 250 average in art, otherwise they'll kick you out. No questions asked. There were like 3,000 people that you had to battle to get into there. Like, I mean, seriously, you had to take a test. And so six years of that, uh, a bunch of all-nighters, no sleep. Um, it was beautiful. Um, but uh, I always thought I was going to be an illustrator. Hey, check it out. I have this in my office, a little plaque in the school. This other one to get to graduation. Um, but as an illustrator, I thought that I was going to make a living doing art, uh, like uh, album covers, album artwork. I mean, shit. It, it, it mixed music, which I love, it mixed art. Uh, I could do typography, I could do all sorts of things. So you think that you know my style. Uh, I don't 
think I have a particular one, right? It, I'm like a chameleon. I just fit to whatever it's needed. Like for example, you're seeing here, uh, this is artwork that I did for a, you know this solo artist, right? Uh, it was called Plena and Jupiter. Plena is this, um, this uh, native uh, Afro uh, dance that we have in, in, in Puerto Rico. Um, and, and actually here you can, there are some influences from Dave McKean, right? Because I was getting, I was so enamored with his style. It was dreamy. You can see it here. That's my daughter when she was born. The little daughter here work, you know, walk, walking across the guitar bridge there. Um, but then you got things like this, right? I mean, this band is from Ocala. <laughs> it was called Stereo Side. Look at this thing. Jesus. Um, uh, and there's this reggae band from Fort Lauderdale. Really, never really popular. And then look at this. I mean, so the style ranges, right, from whatever is needed at the time. And it just so happened that when I was uh, welcome into the circle, right, and I actually believe Dan actually uses that word. It's the circle, right? It's like the fuckers. Uh, uh, you know, I needed uh, to, I needed to uh, jive with Lebos, right? So what I'm really, what I'm doing is just playing jazz with him in a way. Uh, and, uh, you know, um, I guess uh, I, could I, could I reach a hundred percent of, 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 of his aesthetic? None. I mean, there's a reason why uh, David Levitard has his artwork on the side of ships. You know, uh, that dude is living the artist's dream. Uh, like to the yeah. fullest, right? I mean, you hear all about these starving artists and all these cliches. That guy's living the dream. He fought for it. He created his own style, uh, doing what? What was that? The Greg Cody upset bird artwork, uh, <laughs> starting like that. All these disappointments when he was like super young. And yet he had the uh, the support from, you know, from Gonzalo, right? Uh, from Papi and, uh, and his mom, uh, Luis. Uh, and they really foster that, right? To allow him to be an artist and then Dan to be, a, I guess a writer is a little bit more, mm, a little bit more standard. Uh, but um, he, that, you know, that dude, there's a reason why he's, he's on the pedestal that he is. So um, thank you for, you know, thinking that I can. No, absolutely. You, you said it perfectly though, when you said like, you think you know my style and you don't, because I came in here with a question locked and loaded. And when I saw one of your black and white pieces earlier, I was like, well, fuck, that doesn't apply to the concept I had. So you're absolutely right. You're, you definitely have different levels to your art. And uh, it's dope, man. So keep it up. And I appreciate the time. Thank you. <laughs> All right. Thank you, Flem. Next up, we're going to go to our foreign correspondent, uh, Morgan in Australia. Morgan, go ahead. Hey, Angel. Um, it's lovely to have you here. Um, I, I had a question like Flem, but then I was like, yeah, that doesn't apply either. Um, so how do we get into this circle? <laughs> I'm, I'm more intrigued by that. Well, um, uh, a little secret. First of all, uh, I'm glad to see uh, the garage behind you because the very first time that I heard uh, an episode, I think you were locked in your garage. Something yeah, like yeah. that. Like you were locked in, you couldn't get out. I forget what it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm here, but I can open it, so. All right, so you're safe. Um, all right, well, you're halfway there because part of the recipe, part of the way that you get inside of the Levitard circle is that you got to own a toilet that flushes uh, in the opposite way. And I believe that since you live in Australia, you should be under that category, no? <laughs> yeah, 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 I mean. Okay, so that means, okay, you're halfway in there. You're halfway in there. Now, what is your taste in bidets? Because you know, Dan is really, really peculiar about bidets. Uh, I mean, do you have a, a favorite uh, brand, uh, pressure, uh, a nozzle? <laughs> uh, I, I haven't got that, but I know that John in Miami is well-versed in bidets. And help me out. Toto is what you All right, well, listen. Yes. Well, okay, well, you got to do your homework because, that, I mean, yes, check. Toilet going in the opposite direction. Okay, check. That gets you closer. But uh, bidet knowledge. Mm. Buy a book. <laughs> a bidet book. I'm in. All right. I'm going to get myself a bidet book. Oh, yeah. Um, I, th I think, like, if I got it on Amazon, it would only take, like, seven weeks. So, good. Right. But if you do it, they have a really nice one that is a pop-up one. So, and, right, if you're going to get a bidet <laughs> book, it needs to be pop-up, right? Because when you open the pages, you want the, right? 
You won the, the <laughs> you won the Mike Ryan action where the water's hitting you in the face. <laughs> All right. Um, well, I, th- I think I listened to a mystery trade about that recently or something. I'm going to throw it to, hopefully, I, I don't know if, if he's listening right now. Uh, he is our, our wild card. Stupak up in Detroit. Stupak, are you there? I'm here, bro. What's good? Hey, what's up, Stupak? You got a question for Angel? Uh, I was going to ask Angel, hey, bro, since you did all this talking, everybody asking you questions, you got a question for anybody you want to interrogate anyone, bro? What's good? You know what? Thank you. <laughs> or, or like, or, thank you, right? Like, uh, like fake John Lovett. Thank you. Right? Um, so you did have a limited fake, Angel. You lied. You absolutely <laughs> caught him. I lied, and I'm also afraid of frogs. Ah, I'm a little bit too God. Huh? By the way, guys, I don't know if you saw it, but just before I logged in, I had a window up uh, with CNN. And I saw that uh, Elon Musk's uh, rocket exploded. Do you guys think that Stugatz drinks a shot every time an Elon Musk rocket goes up in flames? I hope so. Without I do. a doubt. Without a Absolutely. doubt. Absolutely. Hey, and I also think he tries to get an early Sunday. <laughs> oh. oh let's try. He tries okay. to put his rocket up in flames. Baby. <laughs> it was not the only rocket exploding today. Oh, no. <laughs> yes. So question, I mean, look, and uh, uh, full disclosure, uh, you know, I, there's only so many podcasts I can consume. And in fact, I have not heard to, I've probably heard to like 20% of today's show. I got to catch up. Um, there's nothing like going to sleep with Dan's voice in your ear as you're falling asleep, <laughs> right? And then you start having these, these lucid, uh, just night terrors. Right, with him saying, I don't understand, right? Um, my question probably has been asked 50,000 times on this podcast, but how did this happen? How did you guys connect with each other? Who said, hey, we like we like the show so much, but why don't we just uh, do a podcast? Who was the fire starter? Who was the flashpoint? Uh, and how how are we here? Because... You guys have a beautiful presentation, by the way. Who the cover? I love it. I love the Lower After Hours cover. I love that artwork. Um, uh, who made that? Steak Sauce brought me here. I don't know the rest. Steak Sauce. So there's a couple of people. Uh, Steak Sauce and Mike Ryan fan account uh, kind of congealed this thing, and uh, some of the folks on the call were were basically uh, the, called into the local hour. Uh, beep, beep count runs the uh, literal beep count Twitter handle where he keeps the stats right. So we're all with Fleminem writes parody songs. Uh, you know, I, I was just a super fan and group chat started. Uh, and before you know it, we were zooming because we were all isolated during pandemic. And one thing leads to another and we start uh, reaching out to people uh, and and uh, surprisingly to us, people said yes. So we just kept doing it. I mean, but guys, I mean, how does that happen? I mean, that's so cool. <laughs> and uh, I mean, right, this is coming from the guy who tweeted yeah. his way into the circle, right? Yeah. Uh, but uh, I mean, I, I, this is such a cool story and it's actually worthy of this Levitar universe. I mean, this is perfect. And you guys are like a, like a, like a Justice League of uh, fans, really. I mean, coming together with your powers, you got the Fleming M making the songs and you got the artwork here. I mean, that's a, it's an amazing little ensemble. Uh, and then you have people from Australia. How is yeah. that happening? You would, hey, you would think a company or organization, a corporation would appreciate something like that and recognize the value of something that, you know what I mean, where so many people come together and you get something like this off of that, you would think, man, this must be a big deal. You know what I mean? But that's he neither here nor there. You feel me? Take a shot. <laughs> Stupak is our agent. Our negotiating hey, Crispy, agent. Who, who made the artwork, though? That was Renee, who runs uh, yeah. Gamma okay. Mafia. Mafia. Yes, correct. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I mean, those guys. Uh, I actually got, got a chance to meet them at uh, Mars, uh, the Lightful, the Lightful guys. And, uh, um, Actually, I didn't enjoy it as much uh, because I was a little distracted. My wife was being hit on by a guy during Moss, which I didn't appreciate. Uh, that was weird. 
that was, I mean, have you ever, I don't know about you guys, have you guys ever been uh, talking to somebody here and you, out of the corner of your eye, you see your significant other being, uh, you know, just, just hovered over like a, <laughs> like a buzzard, you know, there's, she, she's like, like a damsel in distress. And then and, and you have this, this dude was chiseled too. I mean, I, I, I'm like, oh shit, I gotta get in there before he says something smooth. He looks like he smells good. Oh no. And meanwhile, I've got Guillermo Mafia being super nice and buying me drinks and we're trying to talk and I'm halfway here listening, but halfway over here like, what the fuck is he telling my wife? What is Wait, he's got tattoos? Ah, oh no. No, uh, she was with you. <laughs> um, and, uh, but anyway, go, go back to those guys. Um, man, I you talk about a style. Those guys have uh, those guys. I love their style. They're, I mean, they they they're so good. Love it. Yes, uh, and uh, they're so committed. Um, so hopefully, I don't know. Let's see if um, let's see how this thing evolves and um, see how. See if the gravitational pull is strong enough, right? Where we can be one big giant. Just as it is. For sure. I got, gravitational pull. I got hey. another question, though. But I got the question for Stay Sauce now that we was on the topic. How did you find everybody, bro? Like, how did you find me, bro? The real me. You feel me? Like, how you was reaching out and finding everybody? You no, know, I hit up. Uh, I found everybody. I was in a group chat with uh, my buddy Steve and my current fan account. And we started a Zoom. And we didn't record, but we had some cool people jump in for like surprises. And then we were tweeting a lot about it. And uh, everybody started reaching out to me on Twitter, like, hey, I want in on this thing. So I'm like, sure, man. We had a massive group chat, with, like 40 folks in there. I found you, Stupak. I think I hit up Chris Cody and to, to find your Twitter account. Right, right before we did Dinner for Schmucks, I think, right? Dinner for schmucks. Yeah, because you yeah, you reached out like, yeah, you're the real Snoop Park. I was like, yeah, no doubt. You feel me? Like yeah, I didn't even know. know. You feel I just was like, yeah, no doubt. You're my only recruit, man. Everyone <laughs> right. else has to come here. <laughs> is it is it like uh, I don't wanna I don't wanna uh, uh, you know interrupt the romance, but is it oh, is it like um um is it yes. like pyramid scheme where if you recruit someone you get you get a little bit of a except <laughs> nobody's making any money off of yeah. this. That's the only oh, it is like a pyramid scheme, period. Yes. It's, no, it's hey, absolutely you don't even gotta recruit them because they about to come. Like you say, hey, this is the landly right here. So everybody about to show up voluntarily. Like you're nah, I got recruited. Everybody. <laughs> some of us got hey, recruited. You was making songs, bro. You ain't get recruited. You was making demos and shit. <laughs> all right, all right. I'm gonna land the plane right here. Uh, Angel Resto. I'm gonna throw it out to Lou Rafter in sales. He's got a little something for you for for coming on with us tonight. Go ahead, Lou. All right. So, speaking of Guillermo Mafia, they helped me with this little project for you. So, while I finished my question, I made you a little custom little cap. What the hell? Look at this thing. Nah, that is so yep. cool. Oh, no, that is awesome. Hell yeah. Unbelievable. Yeah, that's so cool. I mean, wait, wait a minute. So this is a, this is a, a, a gag you guys do at the, at the end of, of, of your podcast. Uh, here comes Lou Rafter from the third rope. And Absolutely. He jumps and lands on people with gifts. I mean, that yep. is so cool. Yeah, yes. from the rock yeah, itself. You can kind of see I got my my little studio business in the background. What? Look at yes. that. So. He's our little our little Keebler elf. As Sarah Spain called him a, a hat welder, uh is is Lou's official job title. I believe. <laughs> hat welder. Uh, <laughs> I think that's something that you can get in Oakland Park after 5 a.m. Uh, um yeah. Oh, oh man. Yeah, so uh, if if you will uh, make sure to to hit him up on Twitter, or Lou will hit you up on Twitter, and we can get that hat to you uh, as a, as a special thanks for joining us this evening. Oh, that, what a treat! I mean, guys, I mean, th this was so. Um, yeah, can I just say I, I don't typically. I mean, we're a. Uh, I mean, it's a cult following, and as as popular as the show is, uh, like I don't know about you guys, but I really cherish when I bump into people that know that like the show know the show and uh you know especially after this pandemic I mean the chances of that right um and having you know being able to talk to all of you uh I mean it's it was a real treat guys well thank you thank so you. much for for being on with us and for for taking time and and I hope 
the next week off that you have is is so relaxing um, and, and a treat for you. On the count of three, I need everybody to give me a thank you, Angel. One, two, three. Thank you, Angel. Thank you, Angel. Thank you, Angel. Angel, thank you, man. Have a great night. Bye, you guys. Take care, man. Thanks. Appreciate you. Thank you. Good night. Good day, books. Thanks for listening to this episode of Lauer After Hours. You can always reach us on Twitter at Lauer After Hours or Instagram at Lauer After Hours. We're available wherever you get podcasts, so don't forget to download, subscribe, review, and rate five stars.